rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Yes. Oh, man. We are, we are all here on a uh, beautiful Thursday. I almost said Wednesday. Wednesday was yesterday, folks. Uh, it's a beautiful Thursday outside. We've got very nice weather. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. And the butterflies are fluttering, at least here in downtown Aurora. And we have wonderful guests today. We have the Aurora Public Library Foundation. We have Heather Sturm, we have Christina Campos, and we have Laura Stoney. Hello, ladies. Good morning. Claps for everybody. <laughs> um, so, how's uh, how's things? How's things with the Aurora, uh, you know, Public Library the Foundation? We got the bookmobile to talk about, right? A lot yeah. of things happening. Okay. Uh, give us a little bit of intro with each of you ladies and talk about town and what you like about the foundation we'll start with you christina well yeah well thank you so much curtis well first of all i would just like to say thank you for having us so this is exciting so my name is christina campos i am the aurora public library foundation president and so we're here just to share a little bit about what the foundation which we do is very different than the other board because we have two different boards at the library so our role in the foundation is to raise money. And so our focus has been the bookmobile, which Heather's really gonna share a little bit more details, the history, what's gonna happen with the new one coming aboard. And so that's gonna be exciting. So a little bit of everything. So, but anyway, thank you for having us. Definitely, definitely. Good morning. Yes, thank you, Curtis, for having us. Uh, the foundation was established in 2001. Uh, wow, I think that's 20 years ago. We're <laughs> having an anniversary. Yay, all uh, right, not bad. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. And it was really established to be the fundraising arm of the Aurora Public Library District. And since 2001, we've been able to do some amazing things uh, for the community thanks to the support of our donors. And I can name a few of those, like the Mini Bee, you might recall, drives around as well and complements the bookmobile. A lot of technology features for STEM uh, and so many different things. And we're very excited to talk to you about the new bookmobile today. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. Couple of words from you, Heather. Yep. So I'm Heather Sturm. I'm the director of neighborhood services, which means I get to work at both of the branches and the bookmobile. Um, I started out as the branch manager at Eola Road Branch, and my goal after a couple of years there was to make sure the library was really working well across all locations to serve the whole city of Aurora. The bookmobile is a huge part of that. Um, I'm excited. I I know what the interior looks like. Oh, so, <laughs> yes. so how do I know? You know I'm kind of helping um, project manage the bookmobile build. So that's been a lot of fun and getting to see the ideas for how we're going to use it in the community. I can't wait for it to get there. Very cool. Uh, so some good mornings to our friends. Mark Hogan, good morning to you, sir. The owner of Tavern on Broadway, 24th North Broadway. Get out there and check out that great place on Fridays. They have fish fry. 
That's another thing I always wanted to do, have that voice like the old school radio. But anyway, <laughs> Jennifer Ryan Maitin is here. Good morning, Jennifer Ryan Maitin. One of our favorite people. And she says, good morning. Uh, love, love, Christina Campos. Daniel Barrero is here. Good morning. Hi, Christina. Good Daniel morning. Barrero, what's up, sir? Anna Sierra, Anna's Custom Treats. Happy Thursday. And Aisha Saxon. Good morning to our dear friends. Here's the thing. I, it dawned on me when you guys started the uh, raising funds for the bookmobile. Bookmobiles run out. I didn't realize <laughs> yes. that. I was like, oh, yeah, yes, duh. They, do. they might need a new like, alternator or something. Exactly. How actually, long has this one been around? How many miles does it have? Uh, over 170? Uh, actually, a little bit over 120. 120, okay. And the bookmobile that you currently see was put in action in 2003. And you guys might recall it was more of our previous look of red, white, and blue. So we do get the question, well, gosh, now it's more purple and blue. But I, I will say that's the same bookmobile. It just got a little upgrade a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, the magic of wraps, right? <laughs> yes. And People, I don't want to go because the paint's different. No, it's the same. It's the same one. It's the same, same one. Yeah. And Curtis, you're so right. It's reached that point where it just... Uh, it needs to be replaced. Right. And uh, we've been delivering literacy with it to all parts of Aurora for for a long time. Heather, I think you were saying since 1953, bookmobiles. Yes, the library has had a bookmobile since 1950. Wow. And uh, so we're going to keep that tradition go, uh, going because the bookmobile brings literacy and other tools to people in our community who really, really need it. So... Um, we're grateful that we're getting support for this to keep it going. Right. Serves both districts, east and uh, east and west. Now, you mentioned the Aurora Eola branch. Mm -hmm. And for the listeners, that's the one that's over there by Wabonzi High School. Yep. Is that right? Right next door. Yep. Um, the Bookmobile serves that community? Absolutely. As, as well? Yes. Wow. Some of our most popular stops are actually in the northeast corner of the city, um, Brooks Elementary, and some of those. Uh, I want to say planned housing developments that are kind of up near Fermilab. Okay. So yeah. hugely popular up there. And it just makes it a lot easier for people to get to the library without having to drive across town. So. Yeah, that's that's very helpful. So uh, Norma Peterson says, good morning. Hey, gang. Hey, Christina. Christina got the most <laughs> amounts of, you know, there's two other people here, you guys. There's, you know, Laura's here and Heather's here. Um, but Dan Barrero tells us that he loves the Aurora Public Library and uh, he used the bookmobile as a kid and it yeah. was a great, or excuse me, it was great in the summer time to check out books. Yep. Um, so will this new one have like a portable coffee machine or something? What's Any bells and whistles you can debut or uh, got a well. Keurig in there or something? I haven't thought, actually, we haven't thought about that. Maybe That's we need great. to add we didn't that. even think about it. We've got oh, I love it. So bring, continue bringing your ideas. I think that's, and that's why it's called a community. You know, bringing your ideas, something that it's outside of the box that we didn't think about. So that's great. Thank you. If you put the Keurig in there, uh, just put a, put a Good Morning Aurora sticker on it so <laughs> okay. people know where that came from. Um, all right. So we do have the local headlines for you guys, too. We'll get to those in just a second. But also... Um, I wanted to ask, now Sergeant Weaver what, yep. uh, from Aurora Police Department was in uh, one of the promotion, promotional flyers I saw with you guys, and he told a story about the library. What was his experience? Can you detail some oh, of that? He um, 
we all know is just amazing, uh, you know, in Aurora. And he grew up here and the bookmobile played a, a, a really, you know, favorable part of his life. He was telling us that it used to stop right in front of his house and he and his brother would be so excited and they'd wait for it and they would be able to run out and, you know, check out books and do the uh, do fun things such as, you know, story times and that right there. And uh, so when we asked him if he would, you know, consider telling his story, he was more than happy to. And just to give a little background, in 2019 is when we started the Bookmobile campaign. And some folks will remember that Sergeant Weaver was our MC at our um, auction event, which the proceeds were supporting the new Bookmobile. And then in 2020, as we all know, the pandemic uh, really hit all of our lives and we put the campaign on hold and started, you know, figuring out what could we do to support Aurora. And so I, I do have to do a shout out to Christina and the board because the entire board is uh, volunteers and they said, you know, we need to get literacy out there, even though the bookmobile right now can't deliver it. So. Uh, we started doing literacy packets and partnered with uh, the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry and the Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry. And it was just, it was amazing to work with them and we're very grateful. Uh, but then as 2021 approached, the board said, you know what, we really need to get back and focus in on that bookmobile. Uh, campaign. So we reached out to Sergeant Weaver again, and yes, he's in one of our videos, and uh, I'll make sure on social media those links are out there again, and please check them out. They're pretty cool. Yes, for those of you who uh, are unfamiliar with Sergeant Weaver, he's the he's the guy singing Tina Turner mm -hmm. and all that in the vehicle. Uh, he's hitting those notes, hitting those notes pretty good. A singing police officer who loves books. Who loves yes. books. <laughs> Only in Aurora, folks. Only in Aurora. Uh, okay, now also Karen Caputo says books and coffee. She loves that idea. Okay, all right, we'll keep it's going it in mind. All right, all yes, right, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let's give a little bit of local news real quick, and then we will get back to our discussion with our dear friends here of the Aurora Public Library Foundation. Uh, art comes alive, a teen art exhibition created by uh, the Alive Teen Center here in Aurora in conjunction with Viso Arts. Uh, will display the creativity of local youth. All artwork will be submitted by local teens and artists to be put on display at Gallery 1904 at 1 East Benton uh, for the community free of charge. Uh, teens in grades 6 through 12 can submit up to two pieces of artwork for the art exhibition. Submissions are free and are due by September 24th. There is a Google form to share. We shared this on Tuesday for you guys. I will make sure that you get it again because it's kind of long and wonky and if I put this in here it'll just clog up the chat so you know I got your back my dear people once again it's called art comes alive if you know any youngsters who can draw get their attention also our friends of loaves and fishes are hiring for a bilingual coordinator now hold on let's uh, back it up back it up one of the cool things about this show and you listeners know that is that we've gotten people have gotten jobs by listening in Oh, yeah, they have done that, you know. Um, so if you are listening, and I know that you are, full-time Loaves and Fishes Community Services Department is hiring a program coordinator, bilingual English and Spanish. Report to the Associate Director of Programs, 
uh, and it is an hourly position. Amongst the duties and responsibilities are coordinating the flow of clients for daily program appointments and keeping program binders and materials up to date at the program desk. Sounds like fun. You must be uh, flexible to work occasional evenings and occasional weekend, excellent verbal communication skills, and Spanish bilingual. And you have to lift up to 20 pounds. I know y'all can do that, right? Yeah, we got it. Hey, okay. All right, so that is uh, Loaves and Fishes. Please get in contact with Loaves and Fishes by emailing A-Z-E-D-I-K-E-R at loavestagfishes.org. The time is now 8.15 a.m. Okay. Favorite books. Let's go there. I, I, people need to get the flavor, right? <laughs> so let's start with you, Laura. What is your favorite book or the best book that you're thinking about right now? Okay. I, I am really sort of a Harry Potter fan. Okay. So certainly have read all those, but, but listen to the audio book, you guys. Amazing. Um, I also... Um, uh, uh, have the opportunity. I work in the Children's Center um, every Tuesday afternoon, the Kiwanis Children's Center at Santori Library. And it's kind of fun to see that some of the books from, you know, when we were little, like Charlotte's Web and Stuart Little and Thomas the Tank Engine, which was one of my son's favorites, um, they're, they're still very popular. And um, it's nice uh, to sometimes sit down and read those to the kids in the uh, Children's Center. Yeah, that continuity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Christina? I love Latino literature. Okay. So for me, it will be House on Manga Street by Sandra Cisnero. Okay. So definitely. And what I find that's so special is when you go to the library or the bookmobile, just that book in your hand is powerful. You know, you touch the cover, you turn the pages, the texture, the colors. And mm -hmm. so I think that's really special. And that's so important. And for my daughters, what we used to read so much was Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. I love that one. Okay. Or The Hungry Caterpillar. The very, and so those were two that were favorite at our house. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, asking a librarian what her favorite book is is sort of a evil thing to do. Is we it? Can't pick. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I read a lot of sci-fi, and um, I'm going to put a plug in for the Murderbot Diaries. Okay which is a great series. They're, they're pretty short books um, about a human bot construct. I think, you know, kind of explains itself. But I actually read a lot of digital. I read, I read e-books and I like to download and listen to audiobooks from the library's online providers. So you can find those on Overdrive or Libby is the other name. Right. Uh, the library has a lot of free audiobook resources. I mean, the last time I was yes. upstairs and that part of it where they were where the study labs are mm -hmm. you know that was one of the kiosk kind of things right there by the printer right and i remember the the gentleman up there i can't remember his name but i love that guy he was like hello my friend check out check out the books i was like okay well i like to read you know the audio books i'll get to it but uh yeah it's an uh, impressive collection definitely all right my Curtis, favorite book. i'm gonna cut you off you didn't share what's your favorite book <laughs> you know, this is the here, fun thing about doing this show because I was gonna just move on, right? No, I got like, him. Um, my favorite book is a book called Maniac McGee by an author named Jerry Spinelli. I read it in fourth grade, and I've been reading it my whole life. I love that book. I've read it 
over 25 times comfort book at this point in time. Uh, it's a wonderful book. It's by Jerry Spinelli. This is about, I'll, I'll date myself. There used to be a flyer that came out with all the books, and you'd pick them and then go on Friday. Yeah, Scholastic to the, Book Fair. Scholastic yeah. Book Fair. That's yep. right. Um, and I remember that it was one of three choices that I had, you know, a couple. Yep. And I looked, and I was like, Jerry Spinelli, Maniac McGee. The cover was just two feet running down a thin railroad track. I looked at, looked at the back. Oh, Randy, I mean, you had problems. Okay, I'll read this book. It's an excellent book. I recommend that book to anyone. Great book about uh, um, youthful upbringing and disposition and community. Great book. Well, thanks for putting me on the spot. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Anna Sierra says her kids love the books. Jennifer Ryan Mayton says House on Mango Street. Good book. And Bianca Camargo's here. Good morning, Bianca. Yay! Okay. So, um, Foundation uh, is here to uh, raise money for the bookmobile and other initiatives for the library. Okay. Yes. Um, what other events has the foundation done that people may be familiar with here in Aurora? Because you guys have been around for a while. We have, and and over the years, it's been pretty exciting to see the different things that we can do because people are willing to support. Uh, the foundation and some of our key events uh, once in action right now and I'll turn it to Christina um, is our uh, 5k event and all the proceeds go to benefit the bookmobile as well as the literacy packets that we were speaking about but before I turn it to Christina please uh, mark your calendar for September 23rd and September 25th Remember how Heather said she knows what the interiors <laughs> look like? Well, we are going to unveil those. How do and I know? We're pretty excited about that. On the 23rd, it'll be at the Santori Library in the Dunham Atrium. And we are also going to honor the Dunham Foundation because they awarded us a grant that has really gotten this effort off the ground. And on the 25th, we'll be at the Water Street Square Farmer's Market. There's going to be bubbles. There's going to be some food. There's going to be music. It's going to be exciting. So come on out, you guys. And now I'm going to turn it to Christina for what we're doing right now. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And um, I'll just share, you know, part of the reason why I'm on the board, it's because it really touched my heart. Because when I was a young child, you know, the bookmobile came to my school. I went to Brady School on the east side. My mom didn't drive at that time. We couldn't go to a library. So having that bookmobile right at the school on a weekly or monthly base, however it was, it was great. So that's really important. The other part is the library and the bookmobile is for everyone. It's just not for, you know, adults or something just for children. It's a very well-rounded for everyone. You know, for seniors, I'll share another little story. I love to tell stories. My father wanted to, you know, take a little bit more computer classes and so forth. And so I'm like, Dad, you know, let's sign you up. You know, at the library, they have this and this. And it's in Spanish. He's like, okay. So I signed him up and I walked him to the classroom. I felt like I was a parent because I had to walk him <laughs> in the classroom. I had introduced him to his teacher. Then I went out in the little foyer, you know, reading my own book. So that was really nice. So again, it's so well-rounded because it's for everyone, all ages, and has so many different opportunities. But 
at this point, we're really excited because with our 5K walk or run, however you like to do that, it's for everyone again. And it's not just in Aurora. You can, you know, sign up online. You can do it in your own, you know, other state, other city. So it's not just an Aurora thing. Or if you can't make it or something, you know what? You can make a donation. You can do that too. You can go online and you can do that. So that's really cool. So, you know, we are actually, I'm wearing my t-shirt today. It's purple. And um, our sponsors are in the back. We are very much appreciated. But it is, you know, it's for a week. It ends on Monday. And a great opportunity for your family and friends. Get a group of people and walk or run. It could be around the block. It could be, you know, go to one of our library. park districts. Go around, walk around the library. In your house, you know what I mean? So whatever it is, walk your dog, your grandchildren. Again, it's a family event and a great opportunity. So please still join us. You get some really cool stuff and a really cool bag with goodies inside and just Overall, you're, it's a great cause. So please come and join us. Uh, the weather's going to be nice this weekend, too. So you should definitely, folks, get out there. Get out there. Get some sweat equity in or make a donation. Make that is donation. correct. Um, now, the farmer's market, are you going to be pairing? You'll be there as well um, yep. so we can eat and read a book <laughs> and talk to you guys. Yeah. Because we love food on this show. We really do. Um, okay. So a couple more uh, quick things to talk about before we uh, get back to the discussion with our friends of the Aurora Public Library Foundation. Do not forget, you are invited on October 8th to Bridge Bash, our friends of the Neighbor Project, Building Bridges with Our Neighbors. Uh, are having a great outdoor event at Monday Park, beautiful Monday Park in downtown Aurora, right next to the venue. This will be live entertainment. There will be food. There will even be uh, bags, not just plastic bags, you know, <laughs> the game. Also known as uh, Corn Husker, Cornhole or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, bags is a way better name. Uh, <laughs> bags will be out there. There will be a lot of good stuff. Um, you guys can make a donation as well. The Neighbor Project has a lot of community initiatives going on, such as home ownership programs and the Network Savings Program, where folks can, uh, a portion of your rent goes to a down payment for a home. One of the goals of the Neighbor Project is to increase, increase home ownership in traditionally marginalized populations. Let me clap for myself, because I got that out. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. Sometimes I mess up on the show that we all take a community sip of coffee, but I got that one out pretty good, you, <laughs> you guys. You did. You all did right. good. Uh, so it is 8.25 a.m. Don't forget Bridge Bash, October 8th, 32 South Broadway in downtown Aurora. Okay, it's also uh, Suicide Awareness Month. Our friends of Happy Thoughts Suicide Awareness Month and Simply Destiny are two local uh, organizations here to help you or anyone who has any uh, questions, problems, or is looking for resources in regards to mental health awareness. We shared a post yesterday with Happy Thoughts Information and also our interview with Martin Luna and Desiree, or excuse me, uh, Denise Ellsbury is on our Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. So check that out at your leisure. Okay, good morning to you, Tracy Duran. <laughs> So, uh, 
Look at that. Let me get some stats. Do you have any stats? How many children have been positively impacted by the bookmobile, and how many kids are at risk because they don't have access to a bookmobile? Great question. And we're fortunate to team up with Spark and Aurora, strong, prepared, and ready for kindergarten. And in working with Trish Rooney and, and her um, crew, we know that um, one in one child in four are not ready for kindergarten. So we work together to try and bridge that gap. And again, with the bookmobile delivering literacy, we're able to reach Aurora's most vulnerable children. And the bookmobile uh, really serves a, a minimum of 20% of those um, kids that we might identify as needing uh, the most help and being ready for school. So those are your youngsters. Uh, but we also serve, as Christina was saying, uh, the whole community. So um, we, we serve uh, the elderly um, by going to different um, assisted and independent sites. Uh, we work with uh, immigrants in our community. Uh, one of our strategic priorities is called Welcome to America. And so that's a really important uh, component of our efforts. And I'm going to turn it over to Heather uh, for you know further comments. But I just want to make one more that goes back to the new bookmobile that um, to construct the new bookmobile, uh, it costs, we're estimating, $2.75 per mile. Uh, it's a green bookmobile, you guys. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Heather knows the exact terms, <laughs> the lithium battery. So we anticipate uh, through our vendor uh, that the new bookmobile will last a minimum of 160 to 175000 So we... Um, I think it's pretty cool that it's two dollars and seventy-five cents per mile. Um, we've funded a hundred and one thousand miles, um, and so that means we have fifty-nine thousand more miles to uh, reach our goal for what um, is needed to finish constructing the bookmobile. I know you have some stats too, Heather. Well. Kind of, yeah. So the Bookmobile for years has done classroom visits in District 131 elementary schools. And COVID kind of threw a little bit of a wrench into that. We're getting back to it this year, though. And kids really rely on those Bookmobile visits to get reading, you know, pick out their own books, which is so important for kids to get to have control over what they read. And then, you know, just to have books that are for reading for fun. It helps practice. It helps create fluency for readers. Um, and it's just something that kind of empowers kids. So we're glad that we can be back to classroom visits. In addition to D131, um, we've started visiting some schools in 189. So that's kind of reaching out to earlier learners, the, the preschool programs in uh, District 1. So a lot of kids. Um, yeah, the bookmobile is not going to have, it's the new bookmobile is not going to have a diesel generator. So our current bookmobile has a diesel generator to provide power when where it stops. And that's actually one of the things that we have to go off-road for service pretty frequently. If your diesel generator stops working, you can't take the bookmobile out, which is a bummer. Um, it's also kind of noisy and it can be kind of stinky. 
And when you're a little kid, that's not always something that makes you happy about being on the bookmobile. So try to learn math and it smells like eggs in here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's not great. So um, for the new bookmobile, we are having installed instead of a diesel generator, a battery system. And I'm really excited about that. I think that it'll make um, for a much better visiting experience for everybody. But I think especially for, for smaller kids, you know, they stand kind of in line waiting for their turn to get on the bookmobile. They won't have to listen to the engine and they won't have to be sniffing. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, now, we already know that COVID was a, uh, uh, a huge, or rather had a huge negative impact in the city, period. Right. Um, but what kind of, you know, specifics did COVID affect foundation activity? You guys are separate from the library, so you know. I guess right. the, I would I would guess the the day to day rigors of checking out a book for folks or opening the maker space. You guys weren't affected by that, but what were the specifics that uh, COVID did to affect the foundation? Specifically, Curtis, uh, what we found is just how generous people are. As I was commenting before. Uh, Christina, with her leadership and the board, they determined we needed to halt the bookmobile campaign so that we could focus in on community need that um, COVID was really uh, making very challenging for people. And so again, Christina said, hey, we need to deliver literacy, um, but we're gonna need partners to do it. And so the whole board, we worked together to figure out how we can do that. and. Um, it was really um, rewarding to see uh, the kids when they would get their literacy packet, um, you know, and would open that up and, and there were books or crayons. We did small uh, motor skill tools. Um, Christina would reach, read each of the books um, and post them in English and Spanish on all the different social media sites so that parents could have the book read to their child via their phone if that's the only um, access they had to social media sites. And we had feedback that, you know, that was really um, great. And another cool thing I think that came out of the literacy packets was that we had feedback that um, English as a second language, the parents were using the books to help uh, with their English skills. So that was pretty neat. Uh, so. The book was bilingual, and I think that was important. So as parents, you know, we're going to our local food pantry, you know, because you couldn't get out of your vehicle, you know, how they used to do it in the past. They would go inside and do their own shopping. Right. Well, you know, it was a drive-by things. All their volunteers from the food pantry would, you know, put that box of their meals. But you know what was on that box, too, was that package. Right. And so what a great opportunity to have a sit-down dinner, which I think at that time, we've all missed that, where you actually had to sit down as a family, have your meal, but after that, how powerful to read your book. Right. And the children reading to their siblings or parents. So it was a great opportunity for everyone to enjoy that book. And being bilingual, that is powerful. Yeah. Um, you mentioned social media or uh, rather putting the, uh, the activities on your social media sites. I got a question for you. Has social media hindered or helped augment learning and education amongst young people? 
What do you guys think? I think we've learned a lot about what we can provide. I know that our online story time, really love being able to go back and watch, either repeat. Right. A lot of kids like repetition. That's, again, part of learning is, is repetition. Um, it also makes it more accessible. So, you know, if, if you can't make it to the library at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays, but we've got an online story time, you can watch it on your phone later at bedtime or whatever. Um, I mean, in some ways, it's been really helpful. And it's I think it's best when it's engaged, where you're you know, doing an activity along with it. This, this kind of a program where you're responding. Where that was a great answer. <laughs> can, can I add a little for, for kids and families that have online access, it, it's awesome. But we know in Aurora, a number, a large number of our families don't have that online access. And so COVID-19, you know, with remote learning, and all those uh, sort of detriments, they weren't able to access the story times right. and the other library services. So um, again, you know that that's where we tried to address some of those needs. But we know in Aurora that um, that was a very challenging thing for a lot of our families. So we want to keep making sure that we embrace uh, everyone uh, in the way that we can help them with knowledge and information. Um, the bus has Wi-Fi, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, good. I saw kids were going to like Portillo's or McDonald's, yeah. sitting in the parking lot in mom's car just to get the Wi-Fi to do. Yeah, yeah. what is it's that's sad. That really is, hard. Yeah, that is it's it just like that's terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kids should you should you should definitely be able. I think human or uh, excuse me. I think um, internet access. Should be provided. Yep, not just mm -hmm. internet access, but broadband. It needs to be high speed. You need right. It should just yeah. be part of the package. Yep. You know, this is a good episode. All right, <laughs> uh, the time is now eight thirty-six a.m. So, so now, um, when it comes to the uh, lacing up for literacy and all the stuff that you ladies are doing, are we back to full capacity? Yeah, or um, you know, full blast with library activities. We are. So the library reopened with, like all of us, we had lots of mitigations last summer. But over the last year, we've slowly brought everything back. We've got in programming going again now, um, which everyone's really missed. And you don't have to make appointments to come to the library anymore. You can drop in any time to browse and, and pick out something to read or use a computer. So um, definitely back to full. And the bookmobile's on the road again and working on doing school visits again, like I said. So, do they have a garage? Yes, we do actually have a garage. Okay. <laughs> I, I, these are the weird things I think Good about. Like, question. where do they put it in? <laughs> do y'all protect it? <laughs> yes, it, it does. It has a home. It goes and parks at night. So Okay. It's, um, it's, it helps the bookmobile live longer when it's not sitting outside all the time. That's so. right, exposed to the elements and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris, Karina Suarez Darden, dear friend of ours, says, mm -hmm. Christina, thank you for all you do for the community. And Daniel Barrero says, when will the new bookmobile be in service? So, like a lot of things, we've had a few hiccups um, with supply chain issues. Our vendor is having some trouble getting some of the parts and things we need. But we are looking at getting the bookmobile early next summer. Originally, we hoped to have it this winter. 
So there's been a little bit of a delay, but um, we'll be even more excited then when it arrives. So, What I would like to plug about the bookmobile is it's just not going to those schools. Participates in the parades. Yeah, it participates in neighborhood events. Yeah. So it's well rounded, and I think that's what makes it so special. Yeah, because people can identify it. Oh, there it is! It was the Fourth of July parade, and so it's just really cool. Yeah, it was just it was at this last parade. Yep. It was at the last parade uh, coming across the bridge. You can't miss it. I was out. It was so hot that day. It was. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So I'm out there fun. filming, and uh, the bookmobile's coming down. And I'm on the steps of the GAR filming. And it just so happened that the light kind of blinged at the right moment as the big, huge bookmobile's coming, kind of temporarily blinded me and <laughs> everything. But it's a nice sight because I think people really, uh, we got as we can see in the chat, we got a lot of fans of the bookmobile. But a lot of the fans were there on the same day and got to see it, almost touch it, but got to envision it in the flesh, so to speak. Hey, Curtis. Yeah. One thing we would love to do, you know, Heather mentioned that the Bookmobile started serving Aurora in 1953. And some of our uh, folks out there may remember the Bookmobile called Gertie. Or uh, another, you know, somebody else may remember that when the first Bookmobile came, uh, it was so unusual that people actually tried to pay the driver because they thought it was like an actual bus that was driving them <laughs> around. And we are so hopeful that um, your audience would send us their bookmobile memories. I know Dan was saying he remembers it, you know, from his childhood. We'd like to put together a little bookmobile memory um, booklet, if you will, and would love to hear from the community all their great stories about why the bookmobile has meant so much to them and uh, we'll make sure you you know have have the information on how to give those I'll give them to Curtis afterwards but please because it's been fun listening to Christina and we know so many of you have great great memories we'd love to hear them right yeah so you heard it guys if you have good memories of the bookmobile if you've got pictures from back in the day Get all of those wonderful, nostalgic memories of our beloved bookmobile, gather them, and then we will send those to our friends here and make yep. a uh, nice collage, show some life out of that. Exactly, and uh, it, it could be even one of the first kind of pieces of the new bookmobile collection where people can come scope it out, so let us know. Tell them we're going to have a time capsule, too, on the new book. Oh, right? yes. yes. So Coffee, some... books, and a time capsule? Come on, now. You're going to be One. there on opening day, right? I will be there, yeah. Yes. Like, ah! Okay, guys, uh, real quick. Told you about October 8th. I told you about the Latin Center. Let me tell you about my dear friends of NAMI KDK. Uh, and this qualifies as... That's one of the things I definitely wanted at the beginning of the show, way back when I was telling you when we started. I was like, I gotta get like a nice MSNBC kind of, you know, and we got it. Okay. Uh, mental health matters. Don't forget that NAMI KDK is still looking for volunteers. The mission of NAMI is to provide free mental health education, support, and advocacy for individuals, family members, and communities. If interested, please contact the program's coordinator at info at namikdk.org. 
org. That's I-N-F-O-R at NAMIKBK.org. Also, the 5th Annual Cubs Broad Drive will be happening this year at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum from 5 to 8 p.m. on October 1st. Music, local vendors, and a photo booth. This will be an awesome community event. Support a great cause in downtown Aurora. And yes, uh, my dear friend, Anna Sierra, that link for the other one, I will put that in the chat for the Alive Teen Center. I'll make a post of that later on, my friend. Okay, and lastly, October 15th, which is a Friday, that'll be a great night. Our friends of Mutual Ground are hosting their black and white ball from 6 to 11 p.m. at Hotel Arista, located at 2139 City Gate Lane in Naperville. Mutual Ground supports everyone, and because it's a black and white ball, all participants and guests must wear black and white <laughs> or shades of black and white, including silver. I told you, don't be the guy coming there with a red tie, but you know. <laughs> Don't do it. I don't care how nice it is. Okay. And actually, that, I'm sorry. That's not the last one, guys. I, I, I would be remiss. That's the word of the day. I'd be remiss if I did not tell you about the uh, Kane Senior Council. They are in need of volunteers as well. The Elgin location at 101 South Grove Street needs assistance in delivering hot meals every Monday through Friday to seniors. Experience, maturity, and wisdom. Kane Senior Council does a lot to improve the quality of life of our seniors in Kane County. Help these folks out by volunteering. For more information, call 630-338-0999. The number again is 630-338-0999. All right, the time is now, what time is it? It's 8.44 a.m. All right. So what did we miss? What did we miss? What did we miss? Did we miss anything? We told people to run. We told them to walk. We told them to crawl. Well, well we, they can dance, too. They can dance. They can dance. They yeah. can dance. On December 4th, we're having a dueling piano gathering uh, auction uh, party. And again, proceeds will you know benefit uh, literacy and the bookmobile. But you guys mark your calendar, December fourth. You can wear whatever you want. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't been to a dueling piano um, show before, I think you'll be in for a wonderful uh, treat. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there'll be great food and. Um, just join us and, and help make the bookmobile a reality for Aurora. That would be awesome. And having that party in the library, which is nice. I mean, it's nice to support our local vendors and, mm -hmm. you know, all the wonderful places that you get to have. But when you have a party in the library, yeah. let me tell you, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. You know, which is really cool. So it's a whole different, a little different element. Come and yeah. join us. It's like that movie. Yes. Um, remember that movie where the guy who was a Nicolas Cage, where he's locked in the museum or something at night. Oh. What is that? Oh gosh, Ben Stiller, right? Is it Ben Stiller? Night at the museum. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Well, let me tell you something. I've been to the field <laughs> museum, museum of science industry. I've always kind of like fantasized a little bit, like, man, it'd be cool to be locked in here at night. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> Party in the library or a um, library. other institution of higher learning. That'd be awesome. Really cool. That would be a lot of fun. Um, dueling pianos. Didn't they play downtown with Blue Man Group? Well, it, they may have. That's okay. not the actual name of the company oh. or the group that's doing it. It's just the concept of the dueling pianos. Um, and we didn't really see that that was something that Aurora had had, had an opportunity to attend um, in, in the past. So we're trying to make that a reality and a lot of fun. 
Um, so yeah, it's it's like Curtis. Have you ever been to like a, a okay? I'm gonna say it like a, a bar where they do the dueling pianos. No, um, no. <laughs> so I'm thinking before December, you know, go go try one of those out, and you'll see. It's just a whole really fun show that gets the audience involved, and uh, we think it fits well. You know, we can really keep it a safe environment with COVID uh, because you're not just out all mingling around. And so we put a lot of thought into to making sure our community is safe, but also can have fun and support the bookmobile. And I know Christina and Heather, we all want to thank, uh, you know, as I mentioned, we, we've raised so far uh, 280,000 of the 438,000 for the new bookmobile. And um, wow, we're really grateful for that. And we know uh, the community really sees that the bookmobile is an important part of our whole culture. Um, so you guys want to add anything? I'm going to mention September 23rd again. So 923. I don't know if we said that's we're going to reveal the interiors 923. So you'll get pictures of what the new bookmobile is going to look like inside. And then we'll do that again at the farmer's market at the bookmobile's normal stop at the farmer's market on the 25th. So if you can drop by either one of those events, you can get a sneak peek of what the library's new bookmobile is going to look like. So. And 10 a.m. for both of those events, yes. by the way. And I'm excited to show it off. I think it's colorful, fun, bright, well, flexible. Do you want to share a little bit already? What's can we get a sneak a peek? Well, that way really has us thinking. It's like, oh, I got to make sure, put yeah. that on the calendar. Right. I have yeah. to be well, there. Heather and her crew really worked hard to get community input. There were three different color schemes and um, a lot of input again. And, and so... We're going to tell you which color choice on the 23rd. We're not leaking out any info, right, Christina? <laughs> Sorry, Christina. Um, you mentioned the Dunham Atrium. Yes. Uh, which is the front part of the Santori branch when you walk in right there in the, in the yep, bottom. That's correct. Um, so named, but when when did it become the Dunham Atrium? When was that done? When we were in the construction phase of the new main library, which I cannot believe it's already six years old. We moved into uh, our current site uh, in 2015. And again, a lot of so many generous people um, participated in helping. Uh, we raised $5 million for the new main library uh, campaign. And um, again, the Dunham Foundation uh, supported that effort. And we were just, you know, honored to name the atrium John C. Dunham uh, Atrium and the flag that is hung near the west entrance. So when you guys come visit uh, the library, that was uh, Mr. Dunham's flag that flew at the White House at one point in time. The White House? Yes. And, the Washington, D.C. White House? Yes. And um, we have, like, his certificate. And uh, so it's just a, a, it was just an honor to do that. And uh, we know that the Dunham Foundation has su supported so many um, of our organization's efforts 
And uh, so we're thankful and uh, seemed appropriate to honor the Dunham Foundation in yeah. the John C. Dunham Atrium. Shouts out to Vicki Morcos. Absolutely. Friend of the show. All right, so Tracy says that her favorite memory of the bookmobile, well, they're, they're, they're contributing right yes. now. That's All right. Awesome. Thank you. They're thanking. That's awesome. All right, so her favorite memory of the bookmobile is from the early 80s. They would visit Gates School, and she always wanted to check out Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. Mm -hmm. Every time it was always checked out by someone else, and there was always she was always so sad about it. Then finally, a long time later, she finally had the chance to check it out from the bookmobile. Uh, it was a banner day for her, the holy grail for an 80s kid. Yes. Yes. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Tracy. Okay, um, so talked about 923. Talked about 924. We talked about 925. The time is 851. <laughs> See, I did what? <laughs> I know, I know. I don't, I don't tell many jokes on this show. Um, but final thoughts about the community, education, literacy, and youth before we uh, wrap it up from you ladies. Christine, I know you're involved in a whole lot of stuff, including family focus, and you just had a mental health wellness event last night. Um, so you guys know the flavor of the city. Uh, give us some final thoughts before we wrap it up. Well, first of all, thank you. I'd like to say this, and thank you to the public. That's really great because I think it's so well-rounded of all the great things the whole community is doing, different organizations, and I think that's the great partnership that we have with the library as well because we all connect in one way or another. So just come still support the library um, a donation any amount is so appreciated and i think it's just getting everyone excited about it you know what color what exactly does it look like inside so i think you know you really have to come and join us education is just key um, to everybody's well-being and the Aurora Public Library District is a partner in that educational continuum for all of our residents. And um, we really love working with the different school districts, as mm -hmm. Heather was mentor uh, mentioning. Um, and we know, again, that the bookmobile really reaches the audience that has a difficult time getting to one of the library sites. So. Um, it's such an honor to work uh, uh, on such an important effort, uh, but again, it's done with a lot of partnerships with other agencies uh, in Aurora. Uh, the Bookmobile, gosh, I had asked the crew back in 2019, you know, who, who are all the Bookmobile partners? And I think they gave me a list of like 21 uh, different uh, groups because things like, um, you know, story time in the parks, um, that came with the, I believe, the Northern Illinois Food Pantry providing lunch to kids mm -hmm. who, uh, yep. again, were challenged uh, with with hunger. So um, call us anytime. We'd be happy to sit down and explain to you just how uh, collaborative um, everything that the library does uh, with our community and others who provide services. So um, yeah, Heather. Um, yeah. Lots of partners, right? Lots of partners. I mean, the library's goal really is to help connect people to information, to other people, to whatever resources they might need um, 
to be successful in the way that they want to be successful. It doesn't have to be any particular thing, just whatever's important to you. And, you know, if you haven't had a chance to be on the bookmobile or see the bookmobile, find it and check it out. It's a lot of fun. The staff who work on that bookmobile, that is all they do is outreach. And their job is to, to form those connections with the community and serve people where they need to be served. So whether you're at an elementary school or in a housing facility um, or in a neighborhood that's just kind of far from your nearest branch, you know, the bookmobile works to be there. And that's, that's what the library wants to continue to do and continue to reach out to folks and make sure that you have it. Well, on behalf of Good Morning Aurora, we appreciate you ladies coming on. And that reminded me about Storytime in the Park. Fabiola <laughs> Dunsing oh. of the library. Gotta give Fabiola a shout out for all the hard work that she's doing. She was a guest on Buenos Dias Aurora. Um, and, and yeah, the uh, reading in the park. I think August 19th was the last one, and we had been highlighting that here for folks to take part in that. So, outside, you guys got a great staff. Yes, there. terrific yeah. staff. Mm -hmm. yeah. They do. Great group of people. I got to say this, though. A brother tried to get a job there a long time ago. Nobody ever called me back. This is way before Good Morning Aurora. I was trying to do anything there. I was like, yeah, I'll be a librarian. You know, I wanted to work there. It's such a nice place. It really yeah. is. It's just calm. It's beautiful. The staff is really nice. And I really like the maker space. Yeah, the maker really, space yes. I've always felt was a, uh, again, I always felt, I would go there and there was nobody in there. Just the, just the uh, worker, you know, yep. the young, young guy. And, uh, man, you know, I, it was just very impressive. Anyway, I'll stop ranting. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, 8.56. We hope that you guys enjoyed this wonderful show today, this great episode uh, with our team here. Uh, we appreciate you ladies on the foundation, too. Check out the uh, Save the Dates, 923, 924, 925. Ready for a brand new bookmobile. Yep. Donate. Take a donation. Take a participate donation. in run. our run. Absolutely. <laughs> Anything. Push-ups, whatever the case may exactly. be. Exactly. All right, okay. um, on behalf of Good Morning Aurora, you guys have a great, safe, wonderful Tuesday out there. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have a good day.